Hi there, and welcome to Balanced Torah Living with Adam Rubin. I'm your host, Adam Rubin. Welcome to Regulars, and welcome to Newcomers. Today, exercise, a great investment. Previously, uh, I did a show on strength training basics, and this is going to be a high-level view of, of exercise on the whole, and I might then do a few more advanced uh, podcasts on, on the pieces of the exercise puzzle. So today I'm going to do a high level on uh, nutrition, cardio, strength training, and flexibility. And honestly, exercise is is one of the greatest investments you can make. It is one of the biggest pieces of low-hanging fruit out there for people who want more balance in their lives. I meet so many people who are successful, effective intelligent people who aren't exercising and I, and I and I talk to people and and virtually every single one of them says oh, I want to be, I want to be exercising more I know I, sh- I know I should exercise it's it's good for my heart it'll be good for x y and z and and for a variety of reasons people really just don't stick to it um and I'll just hit I'll hit a few here number 1 overall mental health number 2 exercise increases muscle mass it depends on the type, that can be a lot or a little, depending on the situation of the person. Three, decreases uh, body fat percentage. Four, increased energy throughout your day. Five, sleeping better. Six, endorphin release from exercise itself, which can vary depending on the type of exercise you're doing. Um, and with all these things, depending on what you're doing, how much you're doing it, you're going to get more or less of a uh, benefit in those areas. And also, it depends on the person and the genetic makeup. Those are just six points uh, as to the benefits of exercise. And as I've uh, examined different things in this world and, and read and evaluated and listened, I challenge somebody to, uh, to, find, to find a certain activity that will bring about more benefits uh, than exercise. It just it touch, almost touches all of the basis. Um, so... You know you want to do it more often. You know it's healthy for you. You probably have done it to a certain extent before. And um, it's just a really healthy thing to engage in. And we're going to talk a little bit about it today. And like I said, then I might do some more advanced podcasts on some of the uh, categories within exercise. And I'll start out with nutrition here, which right is not itself exercise, but is one of the cornerstones uh, to healthy living. And just, just make a few points. Uh so first, I do have you know training as a kinesiologist and a, and a personal trainer. Uh, I I'm not a nutritionist. Uh, in personal training, you know you you learn about uh, certain fundamentals in nutrition. I also uh, did some uh, coursework in, in college pertaining to nutrition, but I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. Uh, so you know not everyone's going to be able to uh, avail themselves of those services. But for those that can. I think it could likely be a worthwhile endeavor, even if you do just a few sessions. So there are many diets out there, right? As you know, Atkins, Optavia, which is formerly uh, Metafast, uh, Keto, um, Paquito. Now that's not one, but you know there are just there are so many, so many different approaches, and a few points that I want to make are. There's no one magic diet. 
There's no one magic program. With most of the programs that are worth any salt, you know, a good number of people who stick to the program have success with it. Some more, some less. But there's not going to be a perfect uh, system. And there are certain underlying nutritional principles and you know they differ some up but you could kind of probably clump certain diets in this in in the same bucket and certainly one some trial and error can work you know certainly go for something that's uh that that is more mainstream that has medical backing i wouldn't recommend something that sounds uh extreme and doesn't have medical backing or, or literature around it uh, but you can certainly, you know, experiment some, and there's also going to be individual differences in terms of people's bodies and, and genetics in terms of what works for them, and also in terms of what works for you in terms of, of, of food. You know, um, some people have certain foods that they, you know, that they really love, and it's just not an option to cut them out. We want to be able to get joy and pleasure from our food. It's a, uh, it's a special gift that Hashem has given us uh, in, in lots of different ways, and you know, it, it it takes work. We want to have a healthy relationship with with food. We want want to enjoy it. We don't want it to be like pulling teeth or completely remove the uh, the, the joy and the pleasure that we get from food. So, if there's a certain program that just seems impossible for you, for instance, um, you know, Atkins and and cutting out on carbohydrates and and pizza in some form or another is just really central to you then maybe try, you know, a, a different program. It's got to work for you. Um, and the sort of classic uh, approach, uh, which is, let's say, widely held in the medical community of um, low-fat, uh, high-fiber, high, you know, in terms of complex carbohydrates, uh, certainly has, has merit and backing, and it, it's certainly healthier to do that than um, just, uh, you know, crushing uh, hamburgers all day long and, and living off of uh, potato chips and, and candy. There, there can be other options, though. And I know somebody uh, who worked with a, with a nutritionist um, with a program that was more aligned with, let's say, keto with, uh, with, with high fat. This is also sort of a high fat and high protein uh, type of a diet. Uh, and it was really interesting. It was interesting to, to learn about it for me, and it was different than, you know, what I had uh, learned about in in personal training and uh, some other work that I've done. Uh, it's sort of outside of that mold, but it but it made a lot of sense. It was really interesting. I saw I saw the person's success with it, and uh, you know, so so be open as you explore that, and definitely nutrition. In my opinion is probably the number one uh, element that will impact a person's uh, weight and body composition. So, you know, you can you can work out a ton and do a ton of cardio and strength training and then go and have seven pieces of pizza and you ain't going to lose weight. So it, it, it's challenging. It involves self-mastery and self-control and, and, and work, but probably the biggest bang for your buck in terms of really working on the nutrition piece finding a healthy balance for yourself and really being consistent and trying to adopt it as a lifestyle. Okay, that's nutrition. Uh, and I probably won't do a more advanced one in nutrition because it's not my specialty area. 
please please look into it further and, and work with a professional if that makes sense for you. Next up, cardio. Uh, now, it's hard for me to say this because I love strength training. I, I enjoy it more than cardio. But on the whole, uh, in terms of exercise, cardio is probably uh, the most the most important uh, area of exercise with the most health benefits in terms of cardiovascular health, uh, respiratory health, and just various systems in terms of really increasing overall health. Um, a big principle here, which is also true in strength training, is the FIT principle. FIT. F is for frequency, I is for intensity, T, time, and then another T, type. So there are variables here. How often do you do it with the frequency? What intensity do you do it uh, at? And, and with cardio, that can be measured in different ways, including heart rate training zones, which we might talk about on another uh, podcast. Uh, time, how long are you doing it for? And type, what's your modality? Are you running? Are you swimming? Are you using a recumbent bite, bike, etc.? So different things to, to play with and, and try to uh, keep some variety going. And a big thing here... Find something that you like. If you can, find something that you, you really like in terms of the compilation of, of your cardio work. At least find something that's tolerable. Uh, because if you're doing something that you hate doing, if, if you don't like running and you're trying to force yourself to run, then that's not a sustainable process. If you've had multiple knee injuries and you're going to, to running because you know, you've heard, oh, this is the best form of exercise, you know, most calories and just oh, best overall that's not going to last. So in a lot of ways, it's more important to find something that you enjoy in the area of cardio aerobics. We'll use those terms uh, synonymously for our purposes. More important to, to find something that you that you like, that you'll do. You want that consistency. This is not exercise is such a one and done for so many people. It's a New Year's resolution every year that winds up abruptly coming to an end on February 1st or February 15th if somebody's really sticking to it. But let's talk about lifestyle, right? You brush your teeth twice a day. That's not something where, oh, New Year's resolution, I'm going to start brushing my teeth. It's part of your life. How can we make exercise a part of our lives in a tolerable, pleasant way? And some people are really into it. Some people don't like it that much. But let's so, so honor that and find an, an intensity and a type of, 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 of training, a type of exercise that speaks to you and that, and that you, you know yourself, that you'll really do. Um, so that, that joy in there. Um, if you have a specific goal, you know, just for a moment, if, if you play a certain uh, sport and you want to get better at that sport, let's say you play basketball, so you, get, you have to practice like you play. You know, you're going to see, see strides and gains in basketball from a running program uh, various types of uh, plyometrics, jumping program, etc. Doing a gentle walking program is not going to give you a, a great benefit there because how we practice what what you do, that's going to lead to the to the training results that are similar to that modality and where where the activity that you're preparing for uh, is really different than that training modality. It, there's not going to be a great translation. So if you're doing it for a specific purpose, if you're using exercise aerobics for a certain uh, goal, certain sport that you play, it's a different approach in terms of tailoring your program, and it should really uh, be similar in nature to the sport that you are engaged in. Um, 
Yep. And here, you know, people have had orthopedic injuries in, in the past, whether low back, knee, hip, ankle. Oftentimes they talk to guys and, you know, okay, I'm going to start exercising. And they just, they just go and they start running. And they, they run for three days in a row and then they get Achilles tendonitis or their knee starts throbbing. That's not what our bodies are designed to do. Just like spiritual growth is a gradual process in steps, so too uh, physical uh, development and physical training is a gradual process with steps. One of the most poignant and long-lasting uh, aitzes that I've ever received was from Rabbi Noach Orlowick. Um, and he spoke to us, I think, typically twice a week at Machon Shlomo. And one, at one point, I was able to sit down with him one-on-one. And the main nugget that I walked away from that he, that he spoke to me about was, take your knowledge of, of physical training, of exercise, and realize that overall, that is the same training system for spiritual growth. And that connects to the fact that everything in the physical world has a spiritual root, so we see the process for physical training and development in the world. So there are principles there, and those principles have a spiritual root. So uh, I try to use that in my spiritual development when I can. Back to, back to the physical, do it gradually. You know, start by walking. Anything is better than nothing. And don't let your Yetzirah tell you, oh, Okay, t- 10 minutes more of walking a day. whoop de doo what's that going to do? I'm not going to lose weight. I'm not going to... No. Five, 10 minutes more walking your day. Immediately, you notice the mental health benefit. You know, uh, clearing your mind, bringing more oxygen to your, to your body, to your blood vessels. You'll, you'll feel it. Um, and you will see impact and results even from a small amount of increasing. And honestly, the best thing for you might be a walking program and not doing elliptical or running or intense swimming or anything like that and a walking program is great and there and there are studies and there's research out there which shows the the benefits of uh, you know consistent walking programs you're going to get benefit really from anything you do in the area of uh, training and of course it's going to be more if you if you if you do more and, and you do it properly in greater intensities there's so much benefit from a from a, a walking program. There's so much benefit from yoga once or twice a week, or one uh, one even one uh, session of strength training per week. So don't let the Yetzirah of perfection and needing to do more block you out from doing ten more minutes of walking a day, which could be seventy more minutes of walking a week, which could have significant benefits in the area of of, of mental health, of of muscle tone. Uh, you know, GI, uh, you know, function, digestion, energy. So go for it. Uh, and finally, flexibility. Lots of different types of flexibility training out there. Uh, most folks are familiar with uh, static uh, stretching, where you move your body, move certain uh, limbs into a, you know, into a position and hold it for 15, 30, 45 seconds, depending on, on what you're doing. There are other types of stretching, though, as well. There's dynamic stretching, which is really interesting, where you do reps the same way that you would do reps uh, when, you're, when you're working out and doing, let's say, a, a dumbbell curl. You do reps and you go through a range of motion in more of an active way and it really 
uh, initiates the muscles and gets them prepared for a training session. Something interesting to explore. We can talk about that more if I do a uh, flexibility uh, podcast. And another great example is, is yoga. Yoga is not just limited, certainly, to flexibility, but it's a great modality for flexibility. And that's a point to think broader. You know, you can look at, uh, there are many different uh, forms of exercise and movement modalities across cultures, whether it's yoga, tai chi, martial arts, and others, where if, you, if you're really bored out of your mind by static just regular vanilla stretching, but you really like yoga, do it. Find something that you like and that you'll and that you'll stick with. Consistency really is the key uh, to exercise and nutrition, as with many other things in life. Um, and yeah, so that's just sort of a, a quick snapshot of nutrition, cardiovascular training, strength training, and flexibility, and use it or lose it in all of these areas over time, especially as we get older. Um, you know, if we don't, if we don't train ourselves, then we start to lose muscle mass, we lose strength, our endurance goes down. Uh, and we as the body declines, uh, as you know, as uh, Hashem, and his will and wisdom has so decreed, these things we really start to lose unless we train, and we work and it doesn't have to be a crazy amount of training, but we put in an effort and it really can have positive benefits in our lives. And it's not selfish. It will have positive benefits in the people around you because you'll be a happier you with more energy, feeling better about, about your body, about the way you look, feeling better about your strength and endurance. You can play with your kids in a more robust way when you increase your strength, even just moving the needle a bit. And uh, I highly recommend uh, finding a way to make working out work for you. And don't, just like anything else, don't compare yourself to others. Don't see the guy who's, who's running and talking about, oh, I'm doing, you know, three miles a day. And, and you're thinking, well, I, I, I walk, I've, I've started this walking program doing 10 minutes a day. Don't do it. Everybody's different. Everyone has different time demands. Everyone has different physical makeups. Don't do it. Uh, just like in you know, the area of spiritual growth and uh, character growth can't compare ourselves to others here too. you know, do it within the realm of who you are, what your strengths are, your life situation. And I give you a bracha for great success in the area of exercise and nutrition as you continue to become a healthier you. Until next time.